Thanks for listening to the Shift Your Spirits podcast. I'm your host, Slade Robertson. For 11 years, I've been a professional intuitive and the author of the blog, Shift Your Spirits, where I try to write about spirituality with fewer hearts and flowers than most new age blather. I also mentor emerging intuitives, psychics, and healers in a program called Automatic Intuition. Today, I want to share a vision with you that I had, which allowed me to quiet the voices of judgment and fear and create a project, platform, a business, to create something that more closely resembled the life that I wanted for myself. And of course, as always, there's an Oracle segment at the end of the show. I'll come back on after the final links and credits and leave you with that extra message. This is episode 37, the first of our fourth season, the home stretch of the first full year of this show. Last week was my hiatus or skip week, and I thought I was going to use it to catch up and get ahead on some work. But as you may be able to hear in my voice or detect in my energy level, instead I'm on day 11 of a head cold. I guess really it's kind of a blessing to have had those days off scheduled already at a time when I was going to need them. Um, It's not the flu, it's not super horrible, but it is this slow motion, persistent, tiny trickle of sinus drainage and I'm mostly fine until I lie down to go to sleep. It's torture because I cannot take antihistamines or decongestants or any of that class of medication. It all makes me insane. And so every time I do get a cold, which is not even every year, I reach a point where, you know, neti pots and echinacea tinctures and vitamin C supplements are just not going to cut it. And I end up breaking down and turning to medicine to dry me up and keep it from turning into a sinus infection. And then the side effects of all those types of medications is that I don't sleep for like three days if I take one thing. So it's a conundrum, not sleeping because of the tickle in the throat and the nighttime cough or not sleeping because of the side effects of the medicine for the tickle in the throat and the nighttime coughs. Uh, Anyway... If my energy seems a little off this episode, or if I sound funny, I am coming to you live from sleep deprivation, which is my least favorite dimension in the universe. But I'm here, not letting illness be the resistance to my creative obligations, so bear with me. Before I forget, um, have you heard about my new email readings? I've been looking for strategies that would allow me to scale my intuitive practice. The last few months were really busy with readings and with mentoring clients, and I'm super grateful. It's fantastic, and I'm happy to have a lot to do, but it's hard to maintain that level of busyness. I don't have enough time. And if someone had sent me 10 more ideal clients, I would have had nowhere in my schedule to put them. It's nice, but I need to be able to serve more people in less time and for it to be more affordable for you guys. In the past, I've simply raised my rates and done fewer readings. But honestly, I'm at the point where I don't think they should be more expensive than they are. The only thing I really have an issue with here is the time part of it. So these readings are actually not new. When I first started out my practice, I offered email readings, but I soon evolved to doing them on the phone because I really like talking to you guys. And several years ago, I just simplified everything to just doing phone readings only. But I checked 
and I still had the email reading in my shopping cart, so I just had to turn it back on. So far, I am able to do readings for about five times the number of clients in the same amount of time at half the cost for you. So if you have not been to my readings page in the last few days or weeks, and go check it out, um, check out my new offering. I'm hoping I won't get bombarded because I've guaranteed a three-day turnaround time and a half price rate, and it is the holidays. Um, if we run into a stampede right here after the holidays for New Year's readings, for instance, for the record, I may have to negotiate those turnaround times like just a smidgen. But all the email readings I've done so far since I started offering them again have actually been completed in less than 24 hours. So just know if you wanted to get a reading from me in the past and you felt like it was out of reach financially or that you needed an answer more quickly than my schedule typically allows, go to sladeroberson.com slash readings and see if this doesn't look like a better deal for you as well as for me. I'll try it out for a month or two and see what happens. So far it's working out really well and the feedback has been super positive. I'd like to say a quick thank you to Kay Westness, Christine Marzano, Jeffrey Peck, Susan Dyson, and Leanne Hall, all my newest supporters on Patreon. I appreciate all of you who've pledged your support, and I'm really excited to see the new names each week. It demonstrates that you're enjoying this show and you want it to continue. That's very encouraging to me, so thank you. Listeners who support the show on Patreon can access bonus Q&A episodes where you guys send in questions, I record answers to them, and they go out to patrons of the show exclusively. There's also a level of support with a free guided meditation, messages from your spirit guides. And I've just added a new mastery level of support, which includes includes all the bonuses of all those other levels of support, plus you get to download one of my courses each month. I'll rotate through offering a different course, kind of in the order I think they're best to do. But I've added up the numbers, and if you were to sign up to the mastery level and hang through a number of months to get all the courses and tutorials I offer, you would get everything for 50 bucks less than you would if you were purchasing them from my site one at a time. This month, I'm offering as the course for the mastery level a free download of The Money Shift, which is a really great one to have for New Year's. I also have plans to create entirely new courses that are exclusive to the Patreon mastery level. The first will probably be about astrology, more of an intuitive elemental astrology course. I do this kind of like finger painting with astrology. It's not super in-depth, uh, but it's an approach that would be very easy to learn and apply if you're a beginner or if you just want a simpler way to use astrology as a tool. Anyway. More on that when I have it developed and ready to go. For now, check out the mastery level and download the money shift. If you'd like to edit your pledge level in Patreon, up or down, I have a link in the show notes to take you right to where you can do that. It's very simple to do. To find out more about how you can become a patron, support my time in producing this show, and access all of this extra bonus content that I create, please go to patreon.com slash shift your spirits. 
Okay, thanks for bearing with me through that longer than normal intro. It actually isn't the cold medicine making me ramble. I just needed to share a lot of backstage news with you. But now, on to this week's show. If you feel like you're being held back because of judgment and ego and what other people might think of you, I have a vision I want to share with you. It's kind of a little mini visualization exercise that will hopefully help free you, as it did me, to do your true work in the world. I find myself telling this story about inhibition and judgment and being in the spiritual closet to a lot of my mentoring students in automatic intuition. There's a lot of residual energy still around from the July 2017 eclipse. This is early December as I record this, and people are still picking through the debris now that the eclipse is officially over, but a lot of the lessons that it brought in and a lot of the observations that you made uh, as a result of it are now kind of shredded everywhere and you are picking up the pieces and really trying to put it back together with some intention. So it's kind of like we got this dump of information and experience and, and we're just sorting through it. And I see this in a lot of the readings that I've been doing. They have revolved around identity and a little bit of an existential crisis regarding purpose and, you know, who you really are and what the hell you're doing here. Um, it the eclipse in July was a Leo eclipse, and so there is a duality between Leo and the opposite sign Aquarius. And what that means, simply put, is you know the Leo energy is about deciding what is your light or answering the question, what is your light? How are you a star? And the Aquarius flip of the coin is who are you shining it for? Who is receiving? that light. Um, you have to be putting it out for someone. Uh, someone has to be on the receiving end of it. So those are the two questions that people have really been wrangling with is about um, who I am and do I, am I doing it wrong? Do I need to change my path or do I need to recommit? Just to tell you personally, for me, it's been a lot of sort of a recommitment to uh, what I'm doing and what I'm going for here and what I think my purpose is and, and trying to execute it. And, you know, we all have those kind of crises and I'm certainly not immune to it. And But for me, it was less about realizing that I'm doing something wrong and more just realizing like, no, I am on the path that I want to be on and I just need to kind of recommit to it and uh, streamline the process and clean things up and really focus it more and, and, and set a clearer intention around it. So it's a, it's a bit of a reset on some level. It's a reboot. By the way, if you are listening to this from the future, uh, you may be experiencing this kind of existential identity crisis on your own at any time. Uh, so trust me, no matter where you are or when you are, uh, you are meant to hear this message now. So this is really about coming out, about putting yourself out there. The fear of judgment, ridicule, people thinking you think you're all that, who does she think she is, or worse, you're going to hell, no man will ever love you, people will think you're blank, insert whatever disparaging term applies to your situation. First of all, I just want you to realize that none of those 
voices are from your spirit, right? They all come from outside yourself. They, they're real people who've said these things to you or they've said other things like this and you've taken them on, taken them in and they're, they're programs you've downloaded and you run them sort of unconsciously and listen to them all the time. And so maybe take a moment when you hear one of those internal critiques and say, okay, wait a minute. Where does that voice originate? Where does that comment come from? Who said that to me first? Where and when and in what circumstances did I originally download that piece of self-criticism or judgment or whatever it might be? Um, it can be really powerful just to start to analyze uh, who it came from and identify the fact that it, it isn't your original thought and it isn't coming from your higher self. And so you can put it in a different box. You can put it in the trash. Your friends and family are not your clients. They may not be your readers or your audience or your customers. So if you have something that you're wanting to put out into the world, a message that you have to share, a, a creative project that you want to roll out, a business that you'd like to start, um, this is really what I'm speaking to is that whole programming in your mind that is these imaginary other people who are going to think badly of you or shit on your ideas, right? Like that's what it really boils down to. You're in the closet in some way and you're fearing stepping out and putting yourself out there because of what people will think and what people will say and how they will judge you. And so I just want to bring you, first of all, back to the idea that most of those voices do come from people that you know, right? They, they come from people close to you. And so they very well may come literally from your family or your friends or your coworkers, whatever your close circles are. So, but I want you to think about, you know, for a minute, if you created something, let's say for women, you wouldn't be offended that the men in your inner circle aren't your customers, um, if you created something for parents of small children, there are a lot of people you know who are not going to be interested because they don't have kids. If you created something for people who share your beliefs and opinions, there are tons of people, people you know, who will disagree, who won't share those opinions. It's not personal, really. So don't let it be personal. I remember what it was like to fear what people would say. Um, I considered myself an intellectual. I thought of myself as an academic. I excelled in a u university environment. Um, I didn't want to be thought of as a flake. And being a professional intuitive and writing about talking to spirits, I honestly was afraid that people would think I was a flake at best or at worst, they might think I was mentally ill. And really, honestly, the fear of it being uh, labeled mental illness or people saying that I was crazy, that was my real fear for most of my life. That's really what kept me in the closet spiritually and creatively. But I want to share something that happened to me a few months into creating Shift Your Spirits. And I talk a lot about my origin story because 
I want you to recognize your process and your journey in mine and to see this really everyday down to earth experience uh, that I went through to go from something really terrible to creating something really great. And I want it to be accessible to you as something that you can uh, do in your own life. So, you know, this was back in 2006. I put up, you know, 10 or 12 articles on Shift Your Spirits on a blog, and I didn't think anyone would ever find it. And within a month, I had something like 800 subscribers, and I was blogging every week, and people were writing to me and emailing and asking questions and asking me if I could do readings. And I was, first of all, really surprised. I didn't even try to put it out there and in a, in a brave kind of way, I was totally furtive about it. I snuck out and like tucked it into a corner where I thought no one would see it. And then it scurried back into my, you know, inner sanctum. Um, but as I was writing these blog posts every week and I would look at this growing number of people, you know, 780 and then the next week it'd be 800 and then the week after that it'd be 825 and each time I was um, watching this number grow, I was also thinking about these people that were listening that I was suddenly writing for. Uh, They were reading what I wrote and they were engaging with it and so it became really quickly this mental exercise of envisioning who I was speaking to. And as the audience got bigger and bigger, it kind of became more of a challenge to imagine who I was speaking to, to imagine individual people. So when I sat down to write, I used to envision the physical space that would be required to hold that audience. Like instead of you guys being out on the internet, if you were actually all in one physical location and I was going to get on stage and speak to you, how big would the room have to be? And, you know, at first it was like a classroom and then it was a conference hall and then it was a basketball gymnasium and then it was a baseball stadium. And it was kind of at the point of the baseball stadium where this vision occurred for me. And the stadium was sort of feeling up with people. I was imagining, you know, this 900, 1,000, 1,200 people, you know, whatever the number was. I don't remember. But I was just trying to imagine the, the architecture that would be required to house them. And I was trying to see them all there in one place and imagine that I was writing to them. This was just kind of a writing exercise for me. This was part of the way that I would... Uh, create a voice that felt authentic and direct and would speak really into you. And so in the vision, I'm standing there on a, you know, pitcher's mound uh, in this baseball stadium and it's filling up with all these people and they're, you know, all kind of excited and, you know, as people are when they're waiting for like a show or a concert or something, there's a lot of talking and a lot of um, noise and um, just general pleasant, excited energy. And I looked down in the front row right before I was about to start speaking. And I noticed that there were four empty seats. The stadium was packed, but there were these four empty seats and my eye was drawn to it. And I was like, wait a minute, why are those seats empty? And I immediately got the answer. I was shown 
that those were the four people who got up and left. Those were the people who didn't want to hear what I had to say. Those were the people who uh, thought I was a flake, the person who thought I was crazy, the people who disapproved, the person who thought I was going to hell. It was those four people. They got up and left, but everyone else was still there waiting to hear what I had to say. And I realized in that moment, who was I speaking to? Who was I creating for? There I was in front of thousands of people who were eager to hear what I had to say. Was I going to leave the stage because four people didn't want me to speak? They weren't actively trying to shut me down. They just turned away in disinterest. The choice was obvious. And from that point forward, I simply wrote for those who wanted to read what I had to say. That is an incredible motivator. I'm here with a cold recording this episode because a lot of you have written to me and told me that you look forward to these episodes. I don't give a shit who doesn't like me. No one is Googling for information about spirit guides or intuition or searching for psychics so they can send me an email and let me know how much they don't like me. Even if they did, they would be one voice against the 30,000 who've said otherwise by subscribing. In order to get to that motivation, to find that tribe, you do have to step out. You have to be the one who raises your hand. You have to take a risk. You have to have the will, and you have to act with a little bit of courage. About a year ago, I sent out an email to thousands of subscribers and asked them to fill in the blank. If I had blank, I would blank. Now, the thing you would do varied. Tons of different intentions and inventions and goals and big ideas. But that first blank had only two things in it. Money, or some word that represented money. Abundance, means, financial support. Everyone was really creative by not just saying, write out money. Um, Most people did. But there were a lot of people who didn't want to just say money. But they said something that meant money. The other thing that literally half of everyone wrote in the first blank was courage. No other word either. They didn't try to pussyfoot around that one. Just courage, straight up. If I had the courage, I would. So today's oracle message is a question for you to answer for yourself. If you had the courage and the money, what would you do? What would you put out into the world? Begin that now. Don't wait for New Year's or a new moon or for your schedule to open up. Open up a note or a document somewhere and write it down. The intention, the promise to yourself, which is a promise to the rest of us. And when you do so, take a moment, close your eyes, and imagine a stadium filled with people. These are the people who want and may even need what you have to offer. Do this right now, when you get back to your desk, or when you get home, or when you park the car. I promise you, you will feel a quiet power. You'll have a true vision of the light you're meant to bring, and who in the dark needs it to see. Thanks again for listening to the Shift Your Spirits podcast. 
For show notes, links, transcripts, and all the past episodes, please visit shiftyourspirits.com. You can subscribe in iTunes or Stitcher or whatever app you use to access podcasts. If you'd like to get an intuitive reading with me or download a free ebook and meditation to help you connect with your guides, please go to sladeroberson.com. And if you're interested in my professional intuitive training program, you can start the course for free by downloading the attunement at automaticintuition.com. And I'll talk to you later.